Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Episode 183 of the Read to Lead podcast is brought to you in part by my friends at Cloud Accounting Software FreshBooks with a free 30-day trial just for you. For more information, visit freshbooks.com slash read to lead and enter read to lead in the how did you hear about us section. Hi, I'm Alyssa Dare Nelson, author of From Frustrated to Freaking Awesome, Four Steps to Achieve the Success You're Wired For. Take the next step towards your success right now by listening to this. It's the Read to Lead podcast with my dear friend, Jeff Brown. Welcome to the Read to Lead podcast with Jeff Brown. Jeff believes that if you desire to achieve true success in business and in life, then consistent and intentional reading is a must. The Read to Lead podcast will not only help you narrow this ever important reading list, but also bring you key insights and valuable feedback from some of today's most successful and inspiring authors. And now here's Jeff. Hey, thanks for checking out the podcast. It's dedicated to your personal and professional growth. We dig into leadership, of course, personal development, productivity, and much, much more. Productivity is indeed getting our focus today. You know, I read like a lot. And, and though many of the books I read and the authors who write them wind up being featured on the podcast, there are plenty that don't. And, and not because they're, they're not worthy. Sometimes it just comes down to scheduling or, or any other number of issues. But suffice it to say, there are plenty of authors I'd love to interview that haven't made it on yet. But that shouldn't mean we can't dive in and discuss their latest book, right? Well, that's exactly what I want to do today. One of my favorite books, that I read earlier this year, it actually came out in 2013, is a book called The 12-Week Year. Get more done in 12 weeks than others do in 12 months. It's by Brian Moran and Michael Lennington. Both this book and another book I read for the first time earlier this year, Deep Work by Cal Newport, have revolutionized how I work, and I think they can do the same for you. I've created a six-page magazine-style book summary for the 12-week year. And if you'd like to pick that up, it's as simple as going to the show notes page created just for this episode. Download that free six-page summary when you go to readtoleadpodcast.com slash 183 for episode 183. Again, that's readtoleadpodcast.com slash 183. You know, as a business owner, I use lots of online tools to help me run my business. And and one of my favorites is the organization that's sponsoring this episode of the podcast. I'm talking, of course, about cloud accounting software, FreshBooks. And I truly believe that there is no better way to run your small business than with a solution like this one. FreshBooks can help you track profit and loss, accounts, aging, invoice details, expense reports, time entry details, if that's applicable to your business, payments collected. You can create professional-looking invoices in less than 30 seconds. Many, many things I love about FreshBooks. I think you will, too. And, And there's no risk to try it out. In fact, they allow you right now to try it 
all the resources and all the features that come with FreshBooks free for 30 days. All you have to do to check this out is go to freshbooks.com slash read to lead. Again, no obligation, no credit card needed even. Just go to freshbooks.com slash read to lead and then be sure to enter read to lead in the how did you hear about us section. I'm a big believer in FreshBooks and I think you'll love it too. Again, that's freshbooks.com slash read to lead to find out more about this free 30-day trial. Well, how would your life change if each and every day you performed to your full potential? Well, most of us live two lives, according to Stephen Pressfield, the lives we live and the lives we're capable of living. In the book, The 12-Week Year, uh, the authors promise to help us increase our results by as much as four times or more. In other words, to that Stephen Pressfield quote, you'll learn exactly what it takes to perform at your best, the life you're capable of living each and every day. You've heard me ask the question, is knowledge power? And my answer to that is is no, it's not. You have to execute. And that's exactly what the authors uh, hope to help you do. Now, they start by redefining the year. They want you to discard annualized thinking. With it, they say, we lack a sense of urgency. Effective execution happens daily and weekly. We think of a year now instead as 12 weeks. And this differs from quarterly planning. Each 12-week period is an opportunity to start anew. Every 12 weeks, you have a chance to take a break, to celebrate, and as they put it, reload. One of my favorite quotes from the book comes from chapter three, which is called The Emotional Connection. That quote is this, the number one thing that you will have to sacrifice to be great, to achieve what you're capable of and to execute your plans is your comfort. Now let's look at putting together your 12-week year, a brief guide to shortening your execution cycle down from one year to 12 weeks. Now this starts with the system, the plans you use each week and each day to prioritize your time. The authors in chapter seven talk about blocking your time. There are three primary components of performance time, strategic blocks, buffer blocks, and breakout blocks. A strategic block is a three-hour block of uninterrupted time that's scheduled into each week. Now, during this block, you accept no phone calls, there's no faxes, no emails, no visitors, no anything. Instead, you focus all of your energy on pre-planned tasks, your strategic and money-making activities, in other words. Strategic blocks concentrate your intellect and creativity to produce breakthrough results. And they say you'll likely be astounded by the quantity and quality of the work you produce in these three-hour uninterrupted blocks of time. For most people, they say one strategic block per week is sufficient. The second kind of block is the buffer block. Buffer blocks are designed to deal with all of the unplanned and low value activities, uh, like most email and voicemail that come up in a typical workday. Almost nothing is more unproductive and frustrating than dealing with constant interruptions, yet we've all had days when unplanned items dominate our time. You can identify with that, right? Now, for some, one 30-minute buffer block a day is sufficient, while for others, two separate one-hour blocks 
may be necessary or, or possibly something in between. Now, the power of buffer blocks comes from grouping together activities that tend to be unproductive. You're batching them, in other words, so that you can increase your efficiency in dealing with them and take greater control over the rest of your day. And then finally, there's breakout blocks. One of the key factors contributing to performance plateaus, the authors say, is the absence of free time. Very often, entrepreneurs and professionals get caught up in working longer and harder, but this approach kills your energy and your enthusiasm. Now, to achieve greater results, what's often necessary is not actually working more hours, but rather taking some time away from work. When we don't take time off from work, the authors say we can lose our creative edge. Now, an effective breakout block is at least three hours long and spent on things other than work. It's time scheduled away from your business during normal business hours that you'll use to refresh and reinvigorate your mind so that when you return to work, you can engage with more focus and more energy. Now, performance time, they say, applies to more than just strategic buffer and breakout blocks. The more you can create routine in your days and weeks, the more effective your execution will be. And the best way to accomplish this is to create a picture of your ideal week. Now, as you create your ideal week, it helps to schedule routine tasks, if you can, at the same time, on the same day each week, if possible. Consider when you tend to be at your best. Are you a morning person or are you better in the afternoons or evening? Schedule your most important activities during your prime time. So that's a bit about the system. I want to talk quickly about some of the other aspects to this process, uh, the next of which is establishing your vision. The most powerful visions, the authors say, address and align your personal aspirations with your professional dreams. In the end, your professional vision often funds and, and, and enables your personal vision. For your vision to help you to push through the discomfort of change, you have to be clear on what it is you want to create in life. All the great accomplishments of mankind, from, from medicine to technology to space travel to the World Wide Web, were first envisioned and then created. Your vision should be big enough that it makes you feel at least a little bit uncomfortable. The next part is developing your actual 12-week plan. Create a daily roadmap using your strategic blocks and identify the 10% of activities that will yield 90% of your results. Going back to the idea of an ideal week, it's important that you spend your time on paper first, much like you, you do in a budget. A budget is about spending your money on paper first so that, like Dave Ramsey says, you don't get to the end of the month wondering where all the money went. You're telling it in advance where it's going to go. You need to do the same with your time, and that's what developing an ideal week is all about. So write it down and keep it simple. The next thing you want to do is install some sort of process control. It's one thing to identify the actions needed to create a better result, which is what we've talked about up to now. It's a whole other thing to consistently do them. The authors say that relying on willpower occasionally can work, but as studies have shown, willpower has a fatigue factor. And as we've all experienced, sometimes we have the willpower and sometimes we just don't. So after creating an ideal week from which all weeks will start, you want to create a plan for this specific week. It's a powerful tool that translates the 12-week plan into daily and weekly action. It's an instrument that organizes and focuses your week, and it becomes your game plan 
for each week. It's not a glorified to-do list. It reflects the critical strategic activity that needs to take place that week in order to achieve your goals. Now, again, the important thing to keep in mind is this weekly plan is a derivative of your 12-week plan. It's not something you create each week based on what happens to be urgent at the time. The weekly plan is populated with tactics from the 12-week plan that are due that particular week. Now that, of course, ensures that the weekly plan contains only those actions that are strategic and critical in nature. Now having this level of clarity each and every week is not only powerful, it is life-changing. And you don't have to go it alone. You might consider having what the authors call a weekly accountability meeting, maybe one or two other people you meet with on a weekly basis, probably a Monday morning to talk about what's to come that week and how you did on things from the previous week. In short, the only way you're going to reach the 12-week goals is by taking action on your plan every single day. It's also important to keep score, which is the next phase of the process. Count your keystone actions. How many of them did you successfully accomplish the previous week? You have to know where you stand. If your previous week included 10 critical or keystone actions and you got eight or maybe nine of them done, you're doing really, really well. Less than that, and you need to reevaluate the process. Take ownership. Measure your results daily and honestly. Are you achieving what you planned? Are you meeting your keystone actions When we acknowledge our accountability, the authors say, our focus shifts from defending our actions to learning from them. Failures simply become feedback, the ongoing process of becoming excellent. I love that. Stay committed. Act on commitments, not feelings. Keep on doing what you set out to do long after it becomes difficult to do so. Lastly, I'll say this about working from a 12-week plan, as I have been doing since uh, about the second quarter of this year. It's more predictable than an annual plan, number one. Uh, Number two, it's more focused as annual plans often contain too many objectives. Boy, I I know that one (laughs) for sure. And number three, a 12-week plan has an easily implemented structure because of its predictable nature. To quote the authors, a 12-week year creates greater focus by highlighting the value of each week. Within a 12-week year, a year is now equivalent to 12 weeks. A month is now a week, and a week is now a day. And when you look at it this way, the importance and power each day becomes far greater. Those are some of the key insights and main ideas I wanted to share with you from the book, The 12-Week Year, Get More Done in 12 Weeks Than Others Do in 12 Months by Brian Moran and Michael Lennington. Again, for a free copy of my written summary of The 12-Week Year, just go to readtoleadpodcast.com slash 183 for episode 183. Again, that's readtoleadpodcast.com slash 183. I hope you'll remember our sponsor helping me make this episode possible. That's Cloud Accounting Software FreshBooks. For more on that free 30-day trial, visit freshbooks.com slash read to lead and enter read to lead in the How Did You Hear About Us section. As always, thanks for listening to the Read to Lead podcast. I really appreciate it. That's going to do it for this week. I look forward to seeing you next time for the next episode of the Read to Lead podcast. Thanks so much for listening to the Read to Lead podcast. As a subscriber, we challenge you to be more than just a passive listener. Become a vital member of the community. Visit us on the web at readtoleadpodcast.com. Until next time, remember, leaders read and readers lead. Oh, 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 oh,